everybody in the room right now clap for Chet Hanks. <laughs> Thank you. Hollywood royalty in the building, man. Oh man. What's good with you? You you like 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 I I got so many questions for you, man. Man, I I would love to talk, bro. Let's yeah, talk that's what it. we're gonna do. Let's talk about it. Um, first off, you are describe yourself as far as what what it is that you do. You're an actor, musician, all around creative. Like, just describe Chet Hanks to the people listening to the Red Pill. Yeah, you know, like right, like I, I'm right now. I'm mostly an actor. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how I've been making my living, but. I've I have like a history of music and I'm still doing that too. Right. So I got some new stuff coming out. Like I'm part of a group. Okay. Yeah, it's me and my boy Drew. Where the group's called FTRZ, and we're uh, like about to like start a, like a a whole campaign with a bunch of music we're putting out. Sweet. So the music was the kind of the first thing that kind of got you creatively. Yeah. It was music first. Yeah. You would think if people that listen to the Red Pill don't know. Um, Chet Hanks, who's carving out a career of his own, has some pretty famous uh, family members. <laughs> um, his father is the most beloved actor in American history, uh, Tom Hanks, and his mother <laughs> is a super producer, uh, Rita Wilson, right? True. Uh, and an actress in her own right, very talented actress in her, in, in her own right, Rita Wilson. True. What in the fuck was that like? You're Tom Hanks's goddamn yeah. kid. Like, when did you realize? When I say one of the most famous people in America, one of the most famous people in the history of the world, yeah. how do you deal with that? Well, this is like a, a big conversation. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But let's talk about it. Um, I didn't really realize like how much it affected me until like I was like grown you know what i mean like until mm. i was like well like into like early adulthood right you know what i mean because when you're young you don't think anything about your life is yeah you know what i'm saying like that you just you don't have anything to compare it to so right. you're not thinking about you know all the, the the things that you know are different you're just like everything is normal to you so right. like it, it took a while for me to like really like understand like how it affected me but like first and foremost um like uh, my parents like the best people you know what i mean like yeah. like ever like real like I, I love my parents like so much you know what i'm saying and they did a really really great job raising me mm -hmm. that's you know what i'm saying like first give it up for that you know what before, I'm saying? Like, before it's movie star yeah. shit before it's like any of that shit it's just good dad and mom good dad good mom period like right. great great dad great mom like right. um and they're just great people, you know what I'm saying? And right. I'm extremely blessed. Like yeah. I'm extremely blessed just to have such great parents that like love me mm -hmm. and have taken care of me, you know what I mean? Like just mm -hmm. on totally like um, like simplistically, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, um n has nothing to do with all the other stuff, just yeah. like on a dad and mom level, you know right. what I mean? Like I'm extremely blessed and on that other level I'm extremely blessed too. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like on that other left that, level you can't get more blessed. Yeah. I don't know if you can get more blessed than being yeah. This nigga's Castaway son. <laughs> like, you know, you know what I'm saying? This fucking Biggs kid over here. Like, I don't know if you can fucking get more blessed than that. Like, that, huh? Forrest Gump. That's, that's a big deal. Was there a moment in your life where you realized sort of just how famous he was? I don't really remember exactly when it was. I just remember, like, uh, 
like watching like big when i was like a little kid probably like i don't even know like six five six years old mm-hmm. and i was watching big on tv and i was like that's dad and my and my mom was like yeah yeah that's him mm-hmm. and i was like what's he doing on tv and, <laughs> and she was like well he's an actor like that's what he does you know and i'm mm-hmm. like and i was just like oh okay oh, okay like, you cool. know what i mean like that's what dad does and, yeah and that's and that was it you right. know what i'm saying like my so, dad was a semen finisher my mom was like yeah your dad yeah. was a semen i was like okay cool i don't know what the, i mean that's what she said like like it goes i was like all right well that, that seems fun but yeah, like, you're like yeah. Yeah, it was just like, oh, all right, you know what I'm saying, and that's it. Like it wasn't like, oh my god, like mm-hmm. this, like oh, he's like, you know what I mean. It was just like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So it was like, that's what I mean, like by like it was just normal to me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, man, like, um, the, I'm extremely blessed. There's, it comes with, you know what I mean, like a lot of like really great advantages. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And it, like a lot of um, on the other side, like some like awkwardness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I would imagine. You know what I'm saying? There, it, there's some situations where it's just kind of awkward. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that's the kind of stuff that uh, I didn't really like fully grasp until I got like more older and you know what I mean, like more wiser. But pretty much like what I mean by that is like, um, like everywhere, like growing up. You know what I'm saying? Everywhere I went and like meeting new people and, and Everywhere I know, going to a new school or just going around some people that you don't know or whatever, it was weird because like I never like advertised like who I was. Like I didn't go around telling people like that was not me at all. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I wasn't like I was never the guy who's like, do you know who I am? Like, do you know who my dad is? Like, that was I was the opposite. I was like trying to be as like incognito as possible because I didn't think that mattered. Right? You know what I mean? Like. But it was weird because everywhere I went, people already they knew. They beat you to the door. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, people already knew. Mm-hmm. Like, when I went to college, like, it's my first week at college, you know what I'm saying? And and there's thousands of kids, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and I was like, no one's going to know. Like, I didn't say anything. Like, no one's going to know. Everyone already knew. It was the weirdest thing. I was just like, how do people know, man? Right. Like, like people know like my whole like mm. like my whole like resume and I was not and I was completely like I was at that I was like not in the public eye at all and it just always blew my mind like you know what I mean like people were always talking switch and it was and not only were they talking like they like everyone just always had like their like judgment about me mm. you know what I'm saying like what would they say well people just automatically like it, when they know that they they automatically have a a, a, a preconceived idea of like what my life would be like or, or like what my, my whole life is like and and more often than not it was just completely inaccurate because yeah, it's hard that's hard you know it's saying? hard not to have any preconceived notions because yeah. i imagine your childhood as you know you're playing with your toys upstairs and then you hear some some guys having a good time downstairs and you go downstairs and it's you your dad steven spielberg fucking <laughs> it, it, steve martin fucking everybody hanging out chilling writing and making shows all the time like i wouldn't know like it, 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 it's weird because for you it's your like your family life but for everyone else and this is this is this is something that must be frustrating to have your normal be fascinating to everybody else right to have what what you just understand that right. must be a lot of pressure to have your normal everybody else goes man what is that like yeah everyone everyone was like was just always on a trip like everyone was always like <laughs> you know what i mean and, and about about things that i considered like completely irrelevant Word. Do you know what i mean like it was completely irrelevant to me but everyone else would, would, would trip out about it you know mm. what i mean like um 
<clears throat> but basically it's like everybody because they okay they know who my dad is they you know he's like you know super successful famous whatever so then they automatically their next their, their next thought is oh like i must have it made like my life must be like richie rich like i just my life just must be like uh, of like i, I like lay at a swimming pool all day and like mm -hmm. drink margaritas and I don't have to worry about yeah, shit yeah, you know yeah, what I mean yeah, like yeah. um and that's not how it was because m my parents are really smart people and right. they're really humble people right. and they've worked really hard for everything they have so they went to great lengths to intentionally and with a purpose raise me in a way that was not that at all because they knew that if they raised me like that um, which is how I'll, most of the kids that I grew up around mm -hmm. were, were, were living. Mm -hmm. They knew that if they raised me like that, that I wouldn't be able to like appreciate anything. Not really not much. only appreciate anything, but like work for anything. Right. Like have any motivation, have any ambition. Mm -hmm. Like I know kids that I grew up around that when they since they have had like a black card since they were sixteen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and like boom, like they turned sixteen years old, like. BMW, like Mercedes, you know what I mean? Like whatever you want, they just have pretty much a, like there's no limits to their life. And it's very hard for those kids once they get older to um, have any motivation. Right. Like what's the motivation to go out and get it if you've already got it? Right. Like if you already had it and your whole life. Giving it if to someone's you. giving it to you, don't you don't understand the value of a dollar. So like my parents knew that. They knew if they just raised me like the normal way for their you know, community, the community that I, that I grew up in, that I would turn out a certain way. So they went to great lengths to, to raise me the opposite way, mm -hmm. which was like, which was basically like, like if we're talking about like money, if we're talking about like me being 16, it'd be like, hey, you know what I mean? I'm in high school. Can I have some money? You know what I mean? To go out with my friends. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not exaggerating. I'd be like, Dad can, I, Dad, can I get some money? He'd be like, all right, yeah, go wash my car. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, go wash my car. I'll, I'll, I'll give you 40 bucks. Wait, so. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not so exaggerating. I, so I want, you, I want you to do me a favor. And this is not to embarrass Chet. I just want you to do me a favor. Look up the net worth on Tom Hanks. Because this, this is the parent. This is parenting. This is good parenting. This right here is what the fuck I'm talking about. It would be, it would be easier for him to just set you out a whole separate account and let you just go in it wherever you yeah. want it. Yeah. It would be simpler for a guy that busy to do that. It'd be easier on him. Yeah. He'd have right. to, you, you'd right. be in his hair less. Right. But it was important to him right. that you understood that money is a result of work. Him and my mom. And your mom. And so, mom. It, the, both of them. So, what did that do for you? At that point when you're going through that, is there any part of you that's thinking, um, <laughs> Damn, the other kids don't have to go through this. Was, look, did you go look, through any of that? Okay, look. <coughs> Just so you know, I'm not exaggerating. Mm -hmm. I'm really not exaggerating. Like I'm not embellishing this to like make a statement. Like this is mm -hmm. this is what it was like. Okay. Mm -hmm. But what, what do you think? Like my if you didn't know if we're not having this discussion, right? Mm -hmm. And you just know, oh, Chet Hanks, Tom Hanks' son. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Like my first car would have been. Probably like a G wagon, yeah, or something. Because I'm just I'm going yeah. off of that, just because, yeah, right, yeah. because of what I see right. on yeah. my Super exactly. 16 yeah. and like, yeah, you know what I'm saying, or like, and and and, and uh, the kids out like I went to private school my whole life. 
the kids I was around, that's mm-hmm. what it was like. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that was normal. They like, had Jeeps and you know G wagons, Porsches. And like, like there yeah. were kids, there were kids whipping Porsches, brand new Porsches to my high school right. when they were 16 years old. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So that that. Yeah. So that was fifty million dollars. That shit. that was normal you smile for the kid. That. that was that was. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But but right. but pause to mm-hmm. like right. this is what my dad always taught me was that mm-hmm. he didn't he never went out and was like, I'm trying to make a lot of money. He was just did it for the love and he was great at it. He didn't he, he said he he told me this. He said, Chet, I never went out and was searching for money and, and power. Mm-hmm. He said I, I just loved my craft. Yeah. I love acting. Mm-hmm. I, I would take any role in a play, even if it wasn't the main role. Mm-hmm. I would play guard number two right. in a Shakespeare play, mm-hmm. and I would love every minute because I love to hang out. I loved being, you know what I mean. I loved, ev- I loved every moment. And because of that, because of that, because of how great his passion was, he became one of the best actors in the world. Yeah. And because of that, he got money, right? Power success all that but he wasn't chasing that he was chasing just his passion mm. and that's what he's taught me what was your first car from day one mm-hmm. my, my first car was a was a pt cruiser <laughs> a, a used pt cruiser a used pt cruiser <laughs> a used a, 2001 <coughs> it was a 2000 wow. it, it, you know whose car that was who my dad's <laughs> He, he just, gave you his car. Yeah, he gave me his old car. I don't know why he liked the PC Cruiser, but he liked the PC Cruiser. <laughs> I, I don't know. So I was so when, when all the kids were whipping G wagons and Porsches to high school, I was pulling up in a PC Cruiser. Do you and know what you, I'm saying? Right. And, you, and, and and people know who I am, and they're like they're expecting it to be one way, mm-hmm. but I'm pulling up in a PC Cruiser. So people are like, "What? Like, right. huh? You know what I'm saying? Right. Not only that, like I'm going out to hang out with my friends. Where they're going to like restaurants and shit. You know what I'm saying? The bill comes. I'm like, I only got 40 bucks. You know what I mean? They're like, what the fuck? Like, that's all I got. Like, right. that's all I got. Right. You know what I'm saying? So this is what happened. It's like to, to get back into what you asked me before. Mm-hmm. What like what 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 happened was like I was pissed. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I was pissed. You know what I'm saying? When when I was in high school, like. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I, I was like, man, just, just, you know what I'm saying? Lace like, me, like, right, like, like, like. Uh, here I am. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Everybody. I don't have any anonymity. You know what I'm saying? Because everyone always, everywhere I go, people know who I am. They're treating me really weird. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're treating me really weird because. Here's what it wasn't like. Oh, that's Tom. That's Tom Hanks. Son. Oh, let's go fucking like I'm trying to kiss his ass. Like let's. You know what I'm saying? It was the opposite. It was the opposite. Mm. It was like fuck him. You know what I'm saying? Oh. And, 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 and I'm not exaggerating. People are like, oh, like you must have like your whole life, people must have been like riding your dick and like, you know what I mean? Like trying to like. Getting mad pussy in high school and all of that. Well, yeah. Ah. No comment. No right, comment. right, 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 right. But mm. like, it wasn't like, it wasn't love. It was like, it was. Was it, was it, was it jealousy? Was it. Maybe was it? It, it maybe was just they, they, not, they didn't feel comfortable around. It was you just or, tension. Just tension. You know what I'm saying? Tension or hate. You know what I'm saying? Like, tension or hate. Or like people were just outright like had it out for me. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because they're just like fuck that guy. He must think he's such hot. He shit. He must think he's the man. He must think he's such hot shit. You know right. what I'm saying? And I didn't. Like I'm like I, I've been the same my whole life. I've been like a pretty humble dude. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, and I I, I take people. I I I treat 
the CEO the same as I treat the janitor. Yeah. And I treat everybody with respect as long as you give me respect. And I'm cool, man. Like, right. I don't think I'm above anybody. You right. know what I mean? Like, but everybody was looking at me like I thought I was above everybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was just weird. You yeah. know what I mean? It was just weird. When did you get used to it? When did you start to get used to it? Um, that's a good question. I started to get used to it. it. It's not so much about when did I get used to it. It's it's more so just about when did I uh, just a, a, ex, accept, accept who I am, like, mm -hmm. and, and not try to run away from 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 who I am, like, mm -hmm. because this is what happened. This is like kind of like the evolution, like. So, like, let me put it like this: like, everyone's looking at me like I should be balling, mm -hmm. but I'm driving like a PC Cruiser, and, and like there are kids like who's like whose dads are like dentists, you know what I mean? Like an orthodontist and they're like balling like balling. crazy lives. Yeah. Like, cause their parents just giving them everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so right. it's not just like, here's what people don't understand. They think all rich people raise their kids the same. Right. It's not, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's definitely like, like, like Trent, like kind of like majorities, but, yeah. but my parents didn't raise me that way at all. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and there were other families that were near the level of like like wealth as my family but they were just their, their, their kids were you know what i mean like like mm -hmm. had crazy lives you know what i'm saying so at that point when i'm like 16 i'm mad right. you know what i mean like i'm like fuck yeah. you know what i'm saying like this sucks right. you know what i'm saying and because my parents were like they're kind of you know like they were strict you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying so um i was mad and i and i and i went through like a rebelling stage you know what, what was saying? that like um it was also because I always felt like people had it out for me. So I, I was like, I just kind of like developed a chip on my shoulder mm -hmm. and I was just angry. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was angry at that and I was angry at my parents because I, I felt like I was, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I was on a, a too short of a leash. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, a lot of people, a lot of people don't know this, but when I was, when I was 17, I I got uh, sent to a wilderness program, huh. which is like they when they take you out of your room or like you know like they take you like out of your room fucking, like, like the fucking dudes on Maury that come get you with the, the boot camp yeah, guys. And, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So this was to kind of set you straight. Uh huh. So what was that like? That was a crazy experience because I was like, I was uh, in the I was like taken out of my room at like four in the morning and i was gone for like over a year jesus in, in utah in in like the desert and like the middle of nowhere in utah you know what i'm saying and mm. that ended up being a really positive experience for me not because of the way like they sell it to you like oh we're gonna like take like your like like bad kids and like 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 make them like little perfect like boy scouts it wasn't like that but it was a really great experience for me because uh i had like a really like it was like very spiritual for me you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying it was like the hardest thing i've ever gone through at that point in my life but uh like it was extremely spiritual for me like i i, I uh like got in touch with god you know what i mean wow like it was like the birth of like kind of like my spiritual life right what Describe to me, <clears throat> you know, describe to people what it was like there. Like, what, what did your days consist of? How did you find God there? It was just like, the days were just like hiking. Um, <coughs> like talking, like in, right. but like you're in the middle of nowhere. 
and you just and it was so they like, take away all your distractions. Yeah, yeah. There's no. Yeah, exactly. There's there's nothing. You know what I'm saying? You're literally just left like alone. You know what I'm saying? A lot yeah. of it, you are alone. Like they they take you on these things called solos where you're like by yourself for like days days on end. Like you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. cooking and doing everything like by your by yourself like in the middle of, of nowhere. So like you know what I mean? Like you're really like. You just like have like total like solitude. It was crazy. Hmm. You know what I mean. So, was there any resentment t- towards your parents when you first when they first sent you there? Yeah, I how mean, long did that last? When did you get over that? <clears throat> it was uh, no. Nah, it, it, it by the time I left, I, I, there was no resentment because right. because it made me appreciate. Yeah, um, it made me appreciate them so it worked. much. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it worked. Um, so, <clears throat> I am not the son of a wealthy actor. Like my, we were fine. We were straight. There's something that when you grow up and you don't have a ton of money, you have this thought that all of your problems in life would be gone if you did have a ton of money. Right. right. You start to think because problems are problems, but like keeping the heat on and keeping the water on and keeping all of those other things on like that. Sometimes you start to think those are real problems and what families like yours go through are not real problems. How frustrating is it for you when you're going through real life situations to have people not empathize with you or or have people not understand what it is that you're going through because of some of the advantages that you have? <clears throat> yeah, like... You make a, a really great point, and again, like, let me just say again, like, I'm extremely blessed. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't have it any other way because mm-hmm. I love my parents so much, and you know what I'm saying? I'm, I've there's been huge, huge opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For me, that other people don't have, uh, they just don't have them. Sure. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. But it all it also is true that like when you come from a position of some privilege, um, people. You, you, people it's 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 almost like you're like not entitled to like feel struggle. feel pain yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. like you, whatever struggles you are going through are undermined you're not a, like it, no one wants to hear that they're like they they're like people are in denial that like you're even that it's even possible for you to have a struggle yeah. you know what i'm saying that you're going through so when like yeah. you try to like express yourself that you do it's like you're not even allowed to you're not even allowed to to express it because people are like shut up man like mm. you know what i'm saying if i was in if i was in your position i didn't have the and you know and they make it about them like if i did had i didn't have this and they they compare it like well i didn't have this like i i was way worse off than you like da-da-da. and yeah like the, there's truth to that but every person has their own struggles and you don't know what somebody's struggling right. with they have you their own road to walk. You don't know what someone's struggling with, and there's many struggles in life that aren't financial, and um, everybody feels pain. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, every, everybody it's feels crazy. Pain, you know. So around this time, when did you decide <clears throat> in your life that you wanted to go into entertainment and you wanted to be an actor? Because I would, or you wanted to be an actor or a musician? Because I would think that maybe uh, there would be a lot of pressure involved in that. With, yeah. with you going, I know that your brother's an actor. He's very, uh-huh. very talented guy. Uh-huh. Um, uh, 
so was that was was it kind of like the family business? Is it something that beat right. you early, or right. is it did it come later on? Because you're doing yeah. a lot of good stuff that we're going to talk about. Right. I just want to know when right. did you make the decision to go ahead and go into that? Right, it's always felt like the family business. Mm-hmm. Like I remember from a young age, just being like, oh, like my dad's an actor, my mom's an actress, my older brother's an actor. I'll be an actor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I've and I've always like not only that, but I always felt like I could be right. because. Um, I spent my life growing up on movie sets and like my parents are like goofy. So like, we're always goofing (laughs) around, like, like we're always goofing around in our house anyway. So I just always like, we we did that anyway. You know what I mean? Like we would always like be like playing around, around, like doing little characters and shit. Right. And you know what I mean? Like I would be cracking my parents up. So it wasn't like foreign to me, you know what I mean? To Mm -hmm. be like, to, to, to like. Do it, that. you know what yeah. I'm saying? Do like to to do what acting is, which is, you know what I'm saying? Just really uh, just playing around, right? You know what I'm saying, yeah. And, yeah. So, um, what? First of all, growing up, I have to ask this question as a movie nerd. What was the most fun movie set you ever visited in a mall? <sighs> Saving Private Ryan. It's a weird ass answer. Saving Private Ryan is the goriest fucking movie. I watched that shit a couple of days ago. Yo, Saving Private Ryan is guts. Yeah. Is do, do you remember the the scene? I don't know if you remember the scene. Remember the scene in Saving Private Ryan? They're gonna take the sticky bombs and put them on the side of the tanks. The dude starts cooking the sticky bomb. You, watch Saving Private Ryan on Cinemax. The dude starts cooking the sticky bomb too early. It blows up in his face. Do you, do you remember that? Half of this motherfucker's body blows off. I'm thinking, what was Spielberg going through when he's making this movie? I didn't need to see that. Like, why was Saving Private Ryan the most fun? And that was shot overseas, too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was shot in England, in Ireland. <coughs> um, I was, like, obs- I was like seven years old. I was, like, obsessed with, like, the army. Like, I wanted to be a soldier. Like, right. I, you know what I mean? Um, and I was on that set, so it was, like, they gave me, like... A helmet and like, like a little <laughs> outfit. Yeah, they, they gave me like one of the the rubber guns, like uh-huh. the dummy guns, the prop guns. Yeah. yeah, like the prop ones. And I was just like playing soldier. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, you right. know, when you're a little kid, you play in your backyard. Oh, so like, it was full time play time for you. Like, it was I, like I something met, you could get into. Yeah. Well, like you know how little kids do that? They're like in their backyard, like like oh you're dead. Like, well, imagine doing that on like a full like World War II set, right? With like bombed out villages and like Omaha Beach and like like extras walking around and like Vin Diesel. Oh, yo, Vin Diesel. Yo, I will forever, forever, for the rest of my life be the biggest Vin Diesel fan. Oh, wow. What's up with Vin Diesel? Because, because me and him would play video games in his trailer. Like, he would, like, we, he, he would, we would play PlayStation mm-hmm. in his trailer. And after, uh, after the movie finished, one day uh, I was like, me and my dad were in New York. Mm-hmm. My dad was in New York for something, and he had to go do something. He had, like, a meeting or something, and there was no one to watch me. Cause my mom wasn't there, so he called up Vin Diesel, and was, and was like, "No, listen, listen." He 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 called up Vin Diesel and was like, "Yo, Vin, like, can you come like hang out with my son for a few hours, like, uh-huh. while I go do this thing?" And he was like, "Yeah," and he came. No, he was like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. <laughs> and, he, and and he came and like uh, we like we kicked it all day. He like took me to like the building that he grew up in. Like he showed me around his whole neighborhood. Like so Vin we took went, you to the hood. We went to the skate park. 
Wow. Yeah, he was like, this is the park I would skate at. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and like, we kicked it all day, and I haven't seen him since. Aww. But if I see him, I'm going to go up to him and be like, bro, like, we, you, you babysat me yeah. when I was like it's seven me. years old. Yeah, That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, shout out Vin Diesel. Shout out Vin Diesel, Dominic <laughs> Toretto, man. So, yeah. you're, um, so you've seen all his movie sets. You decide you want to act. You decide you want to be in the arts. Um, when do you start to take it seriously? When does Chet Hanks' career start? I started doing plays in high school. Mm -hmm. I took acting in high school um, from, for all four years, and I did plays. Um, when I was 16, I went to uh, Edinburgh, Scotland, for uh, the summer. Like There was this program during the summer. I did two plays in, in Edinburgh, Scotland, mm -hmm. for this thing called the Fringe Festival. Mm -hmm. uh, I was the lead in one of them. Um, that was like a program through my high school. And then, uh, then I went. I, I got sent to the wilderness thing. After mm -hmm. the wilderness thing, I went straight into college, um, and I was a. Uh, I studied theater at college. Oh, at a very fine school. Yeah, yeah. Northwestern. Yeah, North, Northwestern. Uh -huh. um, so then, <clears throat> you come home from college. Mm -hmm. Do you start? Do you jump right into Hollywood and start booking, or, or was tried, it a struggle? Or I tried to. I tried to, but mm -hmm. nothing was happening. Nothing was nothing happening. Nothing was happening. Nothing was happening. I went, um, let me back up. The, f the first movie I ever did was when I was 16. Um, it, was, it, it was the very first audition I ever went in. Okay, wait, so here's how I got into like actually like professionally like doing acting. Mm -hmm. So my little brother, right, who's not an actor like at all anymore, mm -hmm. when he was, he was like, he was like 12. Right. And he wanted money to get a- Truman. Truman, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> he he's like loves like computers and he wanted some money to get a computer mm -hmm. and my mom was like uh well you know you can start like saving you know what i mean like Jesus, to, to, to get a computer i would so, be freaking so, out so, so I'm, so, I'm, I'm, <laughs> you better go mama you think mama you think i never mama, you think i never saw Philadelphia, he won the Oscar. Go buy my fucking computer right now. I'll be, I, yo, I would lose. Like, like I, I, I used to lose it on my parents. I would ask my dad for something and be like, yo, dad, I want a baseball glove. And my dad would be like, nigga, we got the cable on. You can afford $70 for a fucking baseball glove. Why don't you just go buy the glove? Let me see my parents on the Forbes list. Tell me I can't have my fucking computer. You know what? Take your ass down there and buy the computer. But the, I, I can't believe that they are so... That's that's really that, that that's admirable. It is admirable, and I wouldn't have it. And I'm so thankful for it now. Yeah, I'm so thankful for it now because I really know the value of a dollar. You do. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I really know the value you of a dollar. You still be trying to get some back pay you know from I mean? him though. Check this out. <laughs> but um, but but so you were saying he was trying oh, yeah. to get the computer. So and then, he wanted to get a computer. Mom was like, "Well, you can save up your allowance until uh, you have enough money to get a computer." Mm -hmm. And well, he, my little brother, being a really smart kid, he was like, "Well, I want to make some money." He's twelve years old he's like i want to make some money um and he knows like my mom before she met my dad she was she made a lot of money as like an actress um yeah and Rita Wilson. a lot of that was from commercials yeah. like she made a grip mm -hmm. from doing commercials right when she was young like when she was 17 like my mom was a boss like when my mom was like 17 she bought her own porsche you know what i'm saying bought her, her own porsche you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. she had, she was quapped up like yeah. from doing commercials. So my little brother knew that. He was like, well, you did commercials. I want to go do commercials. Right. So my mom was like, okay. This is at a dinner table. We're having dinner. He's, she's like, okay, I'll take you around to meet with agents. Mm -hmm. To meet with a commercial agent. 
I was like, hold up. I want to I wanna do it too. <laughs> right. She's like, okay, I'll take both of you guys. Mm-hmm. So my little brother ended up booking a commercial like for like Firestone Tires or something. Mm-hmm. And he made like, he's 12 years old. He made like $20,000. Wow. I was like, what? <laughs> so I started going on auditions. The very first audition I went on was for this movie called Bratz. I know that was movie. like, like, yeah, like based the, on the remember, dolls. Yeah, remember the Bratz dolls? If you were, yeah. If you were a girl that grew up in like the early, two, the early my, 2000s. My niece the Bratz dolls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that was the very first audition I went on and I got that. I got that. Mm. So I... Uh, so they dressed you up as one of the Bratz girls and you were in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was the president of the science club. <laughs> I was the nerd. All right. I played the nerd. Dope. The president of the science club, Dexter. Watch that. <laughs> yeah. See Bratz if you haven't. Um, that was really cool because I, uh, I got to like leave school like for like two months in the middle of the year. To go shoot this movie, like I was like lit, you know. Right, right. So that was the first thing I did, and then I had other little roles and little things uh, after that. But it was like just like a line, like one line or two lines, like little tiny like walk-on roles, mm-hmm. and that's all I did. Then I then I went to college. Boom! I didn't I didn't work for the for the four years I was in college because I was in school, didn't have time, <coughs> um, and then and so then I got back. Started going on auditions again, and I wasn't getting anything. I was just, it just wasn't clicking. It just mm. wasn't clicking. Like, I was just. Did you get frustrated? Hell yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's like every actor, like, every actor, like, gets has that, that point. Is it, is it, is it, do you get extra added frustration uh, added on to it? Because was there any part of you that thought that maybe, um, because your parents also run like they could pull some strings right, or something because they run Playtone so like they right. they, they could Playtone huge production company uh, Tom Hanks and Rio Wilson Gary Ghostman they, they yeah. one, of the yeah. biggest, one of the biggest uh-huh. one of the biggest one of the best movies ever too what, what movie That Thing You Do That Thing You Do that was actually the first Playtone production I yeah. think um, actually Playtone is named after the record label and you can't out you can't you can't out movie yeah yeah That Thing You Do yeah Man, chill out, Maddie. Let me. I'm trying to do an interview over here. Um, so, was there any any thought that maybe they should pull some strings? No, or should, there, did you ever want them to call in any favors or anything? No, like that? never. Because first of all, I know that my dad would never do that. Never do that. Mm. Um, he wants you to go out and get it just like he did. He, that and uh, he he would he he would never he would never even want to put himself in that position. You know what I'm saying? Like, he would like it. Just goes against his 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 values. You know what I mean? Like, Word. the only way you get to do this is if you earn your spot. Mm-hmm. If you don't earn your spot, then you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Every role that that I have, I audition for. Out of the the hundreds or thousands of people that they that they audition, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I you have to make yourself pop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when you go on an audition for something, they're looking at hundreds of other people, All right? Maybe thousands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they lo- also take people from New York. They audition people from LA. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they're looking at thousands, possibly thousands of people, right? right? And they're all reading the same scene. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you got to do something that pops mm-hmm. to make yourself stand out to all get right. the call back. Then on the call back, you got to do it even better again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And in the process of emulation and, and 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 get that shit and be like this is mine I'm taking it and that's how that's how I got every role 
that's how the only that, that's the only way that you can go and execute the role if you get it because it's like if you, if they just give you it and say make a phone call put me this in this movie well what are you going to do when you're on set yeah and you got to do it for real in front of the cameras with everyone looking at you you yeah. know what i'm saying if you if you can't earn it if you can't earn your spot there you have no business being there because you're gonna make a fool out of yourself yeah you know it's crazy i was watching jurassic world a couple of nights ago bryce dallas howard is in that movie so obviously if anybody knows that's ron howard's daughter first of all a couple of things i didn't realize number one she's thick <laughs> i didn't <clears throat> i did not realize that next time like, I, I didn't i never realized that before i then did a google search and this entire shout out to bryce dallas howard beautiful woman talented actress thick Never realized it. I'm, I'm, she's 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 in front of the dinosaur, and I'm like, yeah, I gotta Google that. Google it, and it's a whole threads dedicated to her thickness. Shout out to you, sweetie. Um, <clears throat> that's a true story, by the way. Um, look it up. Bryce Dallas Howard. She thick. I'm telling you. Um, secondly, she's a great actress. Okay, seen her in a multitude of things. Seen her in Later in the Water. Seen her in um, Black Mirror. Uh, Black Mirror. In that, uh, I think Nosebleed was the one that she was in, or like, or whatever it was, where they were the social media one. She's great. People would look at her career and say nepotism made her, mm -hmm. the or or at Gwyneth Paltrow, or at Mira Sorvino, or at Nicolas Cage, or anybody else who comes from a famous family. You know what? All the people that I just mentioned have in common. They can all, Nicolas Cage included, by the way, kids. If they can all flat out fucking act, every single person, they can all act. So my point by saying that is. There might be different things that help you get in the door, but you're not going to have a career being a washed up, washed, terrible actor in Hollywood for X amount of years if you can't act. Like, if no, you can't, not only that, if you can't act and someone gives you a shot, you know what I mean, and you walk through that door, if you're if you walk through that door and you're not prepared to walk through it, it'll be the last door. It'll be the last one. Through. So she had to kill roles. These people had to kill roles. They had to continue to build on careers mm -hmm. and execute. Yeah, you and, have to. And that's the thing. What was the first thing that you booked? Because I know you've done a lot of work here recently. You asked her on a little run. You yeah. did Tales, which we all watched. Shout out to Irv really? and, and enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, shout out Irv. Shout out Irv. Irv we, watched, we watched Tales, and now you, you're doing. You're on Empire. Uh -huh. You got movies coming out. Uh -huh. And you, Shameless. And sh Shameless, yeah. of course. Uh -huh. So when did it start to, like you said you went through a dry, dry right. period. Right. When did it start to pop? When did it start going? It started to pop once I got sober. Talk about, let's talk about that. Well, I've been uh, I've been sober since July twenty third, two thousand fifteen. Give it up for Chet Hanks. <laughs> thanks, brother. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, so three years. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Completely. I'm completely abstinent from from everything. Like I don't drink. I don't smoke weed. Right. I don't do. I'm, I'm nothing. Right. Nothing. You know what I mean? Um, How you feel? I feel like me. Mm. You know what I mean? I feel like me. Word. And that's the reward, you know what I'm saying? Because before I didn't, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? I was trying to be something else. I was running away from who I was. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's given me a chance to be me because think about it, right? Sobriety, I don't have an escape from being me, right? Mm -hmm. I don't have a, you know, smoke a joint, you know what I'm saying? Get a little high, chill, like... I'm here 24 seven. Yeah. I don't take a break. I don't take yeah. a vacation yeah. from being here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't go out, ha get drunk, have a crazy night, forget about it, you know, wake up like, oh, what happened? You know what I mean? Like, cause that's like, to me, like that's what drugs were. Like it was an escape. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It was like, 
Like, where are you escaping from? I mean, I wasn't. It, it, honestly, I just like getting high. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. I, I like the I like the effect that it was produced. All right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But certain drugs did different things for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like weed chills you out. Yeah. You get drunk, you get a little liquid courage, you're a little yeah. bit more bold. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You do some blow, you're like, thinking a mile, you have the master plan. You're like, oh my God, I got the fucking master plan. I got the key. Like, I just got to do this. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So when you're doing like, and for me, I was just like a little chemist, like a little DJ, just like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know what I mean? Just like, just mixing, like getting like the mix right for like my life. You know what I mean? Like, and that was robbing me of the opportunity to just be myself because when you're just, you know what I mean? Now I'm just, I'm, I'm in my, like my skin 24 seven. I don't have, I don't take a little vacation. You know what I'm saying? Of like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck, this has been a shitty day. Like, I'm just gonna, you know what I mean? Like, mm. so it just got me, it gave me the opportunity for me to know myself. Like on, on a deep level, like to just, to just be myself. You know what I mean? Right, and that, and you feel like that helped you kind of find your craft and find your footing as an actor. Absolutely, because you need to know yourself before you can make an attempt to be anyone else. Mm. Or, you have to, you have to, 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 to know like uh, just the emotions going on within yourself to be able to take that and translate it to a character, mm. to bring it to a character. You know mm. what I'm saying? Right. Um, by the way, it's the, not every single person is the type of individual that that kind of needs to be sober. You know what I'm saying? Like not every yeah, no, sure. Not everybody <clears throat> is, 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 is has like my brain chemistry. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? But me, you do. Like me, I am like I'm an addictive person. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Bro. Like I am. I it, man. Like I I have the addictive personality mm-hmm. template. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So for a for a guy like me, and for anybody who's an addict, mm-hmm. there's only one way for you to to win. There's only one way for you to to get ahead, mm-hmm. to live, right. and that's total abstinence. Right. You know what I'm saying? Normal people, we call them normies. Right. You know what I mean? Like in like the sober, we're like, it's not like that. Like they can they, smoke a little bit, drink a little bit, do a little. You know bit, what I mean? And and, and it's function. not and it's not that deep. <clears throat> and it's it's not that deep, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? For me, it is that deep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What was your addiction like for your family when you were going hard, through it? Really hard. You know what I mean? Because my mom knew I was an addict like long before I did. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. why she was always really strict with like even just like smoking weed. Like when my mom found out I was smoking weed, it was like when did you start smoking weed? When I was 16. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it quickly, and it like, and it went from like, you know what I mean, like, and then like, literally, sh- shortly thereafter, I'm like, sto- like stoned all the time, right. you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. wake and bake. So, my mom knew, like, you know what I mean, like she could see it before I did. And I, at the time, I was like, chill, like you're tripping, like, you know what I mean. I'm just smoking weed. Everybody smokes weed. Right. Everybody smokes weed. Like, relax, like get off my ass. But right. looking back in hindsight, she really knew what was best. You mm. know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, so she could see it coming. Um, mm-hmm. When it, was there anything that you did that like was there was there any point that you had to hit like a low point 
uh, with your addiction where you knew that it was time to like 1000% like what changed you what got you out of it well a couple things mm -hmm. my life had gotten really shitty you know what I mean like <laughs> my life had gotten really shitty you know what I mean like 2015 um, I was constantly making a fool out of myself mm -hmm. publicly and privately you know what I mean mm -hmm. I was in the uh, you know what I mean like tabloids were because i was always doing some you know what i'm saying some some crazy shit we remember yeah <laughs> yeah i was always doing some yeah. crazy shit so you know what i mean i was like digging a hole um anything you particularly regret during I mean, that time yeah I, I regret all of it mm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. i regret all of it yeah um there's like you, there's like a point you get where you're just like this is like not the the life I was meant to live. Like, what yeah. am I doing? You right. know what I mean? And I was at that point when uh, I found out I was having a kid. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to be a father. Like, I'm going to bring a life into this. Yeah. Like, into like how, like this, like how fucked up my life is. Like, I'm, I'm about to be responsible. Like a person. Yeah. And I've had the greatest parents. I'm like, I feel like t I feel a total responsibility to give my child like as be as great of a parents to my child as my parents were to me. If yeah. I don't do that, like who the fuck am I? Yeah, you know was, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was that, and also uh, some uh, some very key people like like helped me out. You know what I'm saying? Like helped me out and and talked to me when I was at a really low point in my life. Mm -hmm. And one of those people was Scooter. Scooter oh, Braun. shout out Scooter Braun. You know what I'm saying? That's why, like, uh, the, the homie Scooter Braun, my guy. Scooter knows this, and I tell him, but, like, he had a, a, a major, major part in, like, saving my life, along yeah. with my daughter. Those yeah. two things. Because I had a conversation with Scooter right after I found out that I was going to be a father. I couldn't tell anyone. I, I was. I didn't tell my parents because I like wasn't even on speaking terms with them. Like our relationship had gotten gotten so bad. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and Scooter called me up and he was like, "What's up, bro? Like, how you doing? I'm just, you know, I'm just checking on you. What's going on?" <clears throat> and I was like, "It's good, man. Everything's good. Everything's good." And I was like, as I said that, I just couldn't stand the sound of my own bullshit anymore. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Everything's not good. <laughs> and I told him everything. You know what I'm saying? I told him that I found out I was going to have a kid. Like, I just told him everything about, you know, like, what, what shit was like. And he told me, he said, Chet, I want you to go off and get some help. And, you know, I'll take care of it. And if you do that, then you'll look back on this day as the day that changed your life forever. Mm. And that, and then you put one foot in front of the other well, and you went, went ahead and did it? When he said that, mm -hmm. like he said it with such certainty. That you could see it. He said it like, because I, I, I really look up to Scooter, you know what I'm saying? Like Fantastic guy. Like I look up to him, like I really admire him. And when he said it, like I was in a completely hopeless state of mind. Mm -hmm. But when he said that, he said, this will be the day that changes your life forever. He said it with such certainty that I knew that he was right. Mm -hmm. Like I knew, I knew he, it, it didn't, I knew he wasn't saying it like, 
like on some like <clears throat> kumbaya like, you like know what oh saying? it wasn't like a pep talk he yeah was trying no, to give you life advice yeah those like, two things aren't the same he just said it like with such certainty i was like it like i'll never forget it you know what i'm saying so i i did what what, what he said and i went off um and i've been sober ever since it's amazing it's amazing and now like we said before two years sober you got <clears throat> so many different things popping you just told me that you was in my hometown shooting a movie man yeah in Baton Rouge. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, in Baton Rouge. I'm Baton Rouge. He's telling me he was on the USS Kid. He was doing a movie. USS Kid is an old World War II ship that's permanently docked. Been docked there since I can remember in Baton Rouge, right on the Mississippi River, right under the bridge, or a little bit off from the bridge. You yeah. shooting a movie there with your dad, you were telling me. Yeah. What the fuck do Tom Hanks and Chet Hanks do in Baton Rouge for two or three months? <laughs> like, like, seriously. Like, it, it, like <clears throat> I'm, I love BR. I love my home. What the fuck do you do in Baton Rouge for two or three months, well, man? <clears throat> I wasn't there for the whole three months. My dad was. Uh huh. But he must stick out like a sore thumb in Baton Rouge, man. He he keeps it low key though. I mean, like we just like went to eat. You know what I mean? Like we went to go get Mexican food. Like um, so you're down there in the little he, and then he goes to sleep early. You know what I mean? Because he has to wake up. And y'all eating Mexican food. Y'all all the way down to the best food <laughs> in the fucking world. Y'all going to Taco Bell. <laughs> Ain't some shit. What, yeah. is, what are y'all doing over there? But Dude, what was it like working with your dad on something though? Because you guys, it was so it was it was so dope because it's the first time we'd ever like been in a scene together. You know what I mean? Wow! It was the first time we'd ever like been on camera together, and it was like beforehand. I was like really nervous because I didn't know how it would be. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, is this gonna be weird? Like, am I gonna be able to like do a good job? Because mm-hmm. it's like I'm looking like at my dad, like, mm-hmm. and it was so dope. Like, it it, it was. It, it wasn't weird at all. Like it was even easier. Like it was. It was totally like relaxed. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like it was dope because like we were just both into it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And like, and I think it came out really good. Do you have any gauge? I'm sure you do. Do you have any gauge of just how good he is at what he does? Absolutely. I'm blown away constantly. It's insane. When I when I when I watch his movies, I'm and I'm always asking him. I'm like. You pick his brain for acting stuff. I pick his brain. I pick apart like scenes. I'm like, I asked him like, what was going on like that day? Like, I get the whole four one one. Like, you know, what I mean, I'm like, I'll be like, what well, like that like one moment? Like, what what were you like? What was this? What were you like? What was your preparation like that day? You know, what I mean, like, what do you do when you got to do this type of scene? What do you do when you're feeling nervous like before this? You know, what I'm saying and he gives me the best advice. Mm. I'm when I'm on set, I I call him. Uh, when I'm in my trailer, if I'm like freaking out about something, I'll call him and and he and he, and he gives me game. He just I mean? knows how to kind of how to slow the game down for you a little bit and get you centered where you go do your best. He, he yeah, yeah, but also it's like a, a big part of like about he helps me he helps me understand. He helps me understand because this is the thing about being an actor. Sometimes you do a scene and you're like man i killed that shit Mm -hmm. and then you look at it later and you're like man that was terrible yeah yep and then then sometimes you're like that was fucking awful like i butchered that Mm -hmm. and then you watch it and you're like holy shit that was phenomenal so you (laughs) never know for sure Mm -hmm. how you did you know what i mean you never know for sure right oftentimes if you feel a way like, if you feel like like frantic or like scared or whatever, sometimes that's good. 
mm-hmm. because it'll translate in a way that you can't understand, but that's going to work perfectly for the scene that makes something that, that gives it like the full three dimensions of like the, the, the human aspect of something. All right. Because if you're an actor going through something as you're shooting something, that's going to, you're going to appear, no one can, no one can tell. It's going to appear as mm-hmm. someone going through something, which is, which is exactly what it should. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So right. he helps me understand things like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Your, your, your brother, Colin, actor as well, very good. Very good actor. Uh, what's your relationship with him like? Do you guys ever trade notes on acting and stuff like that? I was just with him yesterday. Mm. Um, yeah, man. He's. I have two nieces. He's got two beautiful daughters. Um, great wife, family. I was there yesterday, and we, me, and him talk like. We don't talk so much about like the craft, but we talk about like the business. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like the game, because he's going. He's gone through already what what I'm going through. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Of just not not just navigating not not just nav- navigating the game as it is and the business as it is, but just also navigating it with that, you know what I'm saying, of of being you know what I mean? Like being the son of my dad and just mm-hmm. how the 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 way that that plays into things. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He's been through all that. So me and him talk about, about Probably that a lot for you guys to kinda <clears throat> share notes on and stuff like that. Yeah. I wanna I wanna um Where'd the swag come from? Where'd like the, you know what I'm saying? Because like you rapping, you were down with Irv, you in Empire. It seems like you embrace the culture. You know what I mean? You like where, where did you sort of kind of, you know, where did, because you was rapping and stuff like that. Where did the love for hip hop culture and the love for all of that, where'd that come in? Like, because you grew up in the Palisades. Mm -hmm. So I would assume Mm -hmm. that it's not a lot of, culture yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying so where where, yeah. where did all you know where like where did all that sort of come from when did when did you so, first start listening to rap wanting to rap like yeah like where, where did all that where did that originate well if you really think about it like i'm a 90s baby mm. do you know what i mean like i was born in 1990 it's a golden age yeah i'm a yeah i'm a 90s baby mm-hmm. you know what i mean like so you know what i mean Like that is the culture. Mm. It's not just black culture mm-hmm. or urban culture. Mm-hmm. Like for like my generation, it's the culture. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like there was a time when it was like you know like the urban culture, and then like you know what I mean? Like like rock music or everything. You know, like there were like the urban culture was like a, a, sub, a, a subculture. Sub. Yeah, but we're like we're in 2018, <clears> like. <throat> Culture, like the Migos, like their album is called Culture for a reason. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's not urban culture. It's, it's culture. It's the culture. You know what it's what I mean? the, it's the culture. The predominant thing. Yeah. So like, it's, it's like, become that. It's really interesting that yeah. you say that because a lot of people aren't even understanding how powerful that is and how true that is. Yeah. It's and, no, it's, and it's not about, it, 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 it's, it, it's beyond race mm-hmm. or class or, or any of that. It's just what moves and what doesn't. I see that's exactly. all it is. Yeah. Don't you think? No, nah, I agree. I mean, for yeah. me, listen, <clears throat> for me, this is my thing. Like, being a black man, you always want to protect things that you feel like black people have originated and stuff like that. But you also have to understand when um, something has become mainstream. And the reality is that right now, uh, hip-hop, culture, um, it influences the world. Right. It is, is the world. Like, you can't be cool unless you can't be on... 
unless you understand these things and know how to navigate these things. Anything mm-hmm. else is kind of corny. And I feel like this is the kind of the first time where that's really been true. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you've really seen a wholesale deal. Now, you know, we still got to do some more things um, in terms of ownership and understanding what having cultural power means mm-hmm. because there's responsibility that goes along with that. And as we mature, we get to right. that. But, you know, that's an, I, I agree with you right now. When right. you say, where did you pick it up? you like basically saying, I didn't pick it up. It picked me up. I grew up, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, I, I grew up in America in, <laughs> in the 90s. Who's you your know? favorite rapper? Biggie. Biggie? Of all time, Biggie. And you grew up in L.A.? Yeah. And Biggie, what, what, why, why is Biggie your favorite rapper? Because he, he, he has... Like there's he has the most on like there's nobody who has a better flow than Biggie. Yeah, it's insane. You know what I mean? Like, well, he was made. He was born to do it. He was just the greatest to ever touch the mic. So just real quick, just so listeners of the podcast know, um, Chet Hanks just said fuck Tupac. No, 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 bro. You're not gonna little Zammy, bro. You're not gonna little Zammy. You're not gonna little Zammy, bro. Um, but no, Biggie was Biggie. Biggie born to rap, man. Born to rap. Voice has natural boom bad to it, like um, this is flow. This is flow, like flow. born, like born to rap, born to rap. So are you, you started rapping. You became, you, you became a rapper. You mm-hmm. rap. Like when did you make the decision that that's what you that you were so influenced by that you wanted to take you know get on the mic and spit? When I was like, when I was like in college, mm-hmm. when I was like 20, 20 years old, started rapping. Yeah, trying to. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, like, right, right. Like I was very naive. You know what I'm saying? Like I have a, I had like a real passion for rap, mm-hmm. for for hip hop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I started writing my own rhymes. You know what I mean? And I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. Like, fuck it. And I always felt like, uh, like people are gonna clown me so hard for like being like Tom Hanks' son and like trying to rap. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I was like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? And here's the thing, I was naive because I didn't understand like what was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I was just like. I'm gonna put out music. Like I'm gonna start like rapping. I didn't expect that it was gonna like like make national news. That anyone would fucking care. No, I didn't expect that it was gonna like. Yeah, I didn't, exactly. Yeah. I didn't expect uh, except like people that knew me. You know what right. I mean? Like I didn't expect it was gonna be like like go viral. You right. know what I mean? And the thing is, like, those were like the first raps I ever wrote. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like those were the first raps I ever wrote. You know what I'm saying? And everybody when they first start sucks. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I sucked. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? But so so like the the my my first steps like out like of like yo I'm like mm-hmm. rapping we're like my 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 earliest shit and it sucked you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying like nobody that doesn't happen to people because they don't start getting noticed until they're good mm. I got noticed when I was still really shitty <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying normally it, it so, takes that's actually man, that's a good point normally I mean? it takes somebody to actually spit fire for us to be like yo this to this master guy their go. craft yeah. to master their craft you know what I'm saying so. I was like playing catch up, you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and I took a, a long, I, I stopped for a long time. Once, once I got sober, I stopped for a long time because mm-hmm. I was just focusing on that. You know, I was just mm-hmm. focusing on staying sober. But mm-hmm. now I'm putting out new music as, with, with in a group. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's not like, it's not like the stuff that I put out before, which mm-hmm. was like, like that, that was like right at the same time that like all the, like the white boy rappers like started popping up like mm-hmm. MGK and Mac Miller God bless the dead you know what I mean um 
so that's like the Macklemore, way. All it, of that. the, yeah, like that's mm-hmm. that. When I started putting out music, that was like that was the time. It was like 2010. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it was like I was like on some like white boy like frat rap like shit like that. Yeah, yeah. The shit I'm putting out now is 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 not like that at all. Right. Um, it's very musical. It's like I have like guitars, drums bass like but also like with like 808s and like trap sounds mm-hmm. and you just gotta wait and hear it but um everyone really needs to check that out i will i want to ask you about something that had to do with your rap career when i first heard of you i heard of you because of the whole all the n-word stuff do you remember this mm-hmm. uh do you guys remember yeah, i remember chet hanks was defiantly saying the n-word and he was holding on to it and it, it, like it was tom hanks son wants to say the n-word you tried the the, the whole thing yeah. What are your feelings on that now? And right. did do you understand? Because you said hip hop culture is your culture. Do you right. understand why that bothers us? So I'm, much? I'm glad that you asked me this. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you asked me this. When that happened, right? Mm-hmm. There's a, a few different things that were going on with me. Number one, I was on a lot of drugs. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I was doing a lot of drugs. Mm-hmm. Number two, my life was really shitty, but I really wanted to like be, you know, like rapping, like to be like doing music, like right. for, for doing this. But nothing was happening. Right. So number three, like subconsciously, and also number three. I really just wanted so badly to like be be more than who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. just being me like wasn't enough. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I was searching for myself. I was Do you think that you wanted to be black at all? I, I just I wanted I wanted to be like down, you know what I mean? I feel you. I just felt like like it like I wasn't enough. But okay. f- but form but but forth Low key, like subconsciously, looking back on it now, I realized that like I was trolling. Oh, wow! You know what I mean? Like I was trolling. Like I thought that like crazy antics and just wiling the fuck out and just like doing some crazy shit Mm -hmm. was gonna like spark like my career. Mm. You know what what that means, shit? And like that means you were ahead of your time. (laughs) <laughs> that no, means you were the first. I, I, I was trolling. I was time. trolling before the trolls. Right, because because that shit is working for everybody I was now. I was trolling before the trolls. You understand? <laughs> and and it was just like I did like the ultimate lame thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I did like the ultimate like cornball thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I did the ultimate cornball thing. Like and that shit wasn't cool. And Basically, I was just like, uh, I was, it was just like an insane like time. Like my, my, my mind frame was just like insane. Right. Like at that time, you know what I mean? Like it, it was just like, it, it was just like a, a, a very like, not like a, I wasn't like making any clear decisions. Right. It wasn't like a decision. It was just like it happened and I was trying to run with it because I would. I, I was already like in the media all the time for like really negative shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I felt like the media like had it out against me. You know what all I'm right, saying. So like, like fuck these dudes. Then. I, I was like, people are gonna like fucking shit on me like no matter what, and they're making me out to be like the bad guy. They're making me out to be like the fuck up like son of Tom Hanks. And right. then I just like bought into that. Yeah, 
I was like, fuck it. You know what I mean? If they're going to, if I'm going to be the fuck up son, then I'm going to be the, 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 the biggest, like the biggest one of them all. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, it's like, you want me to be the bad guy? I'm going to be like the worst, the bad, worst guy. bad guy, the worst bad, bad guy, because then I can at least create some attention uh -huh. and, and, and try to, uh, you know, like channel that into, you know what I'm saying? Breaking like breaking away and doing your own thing. Having your you know own what I mean? Like having yet. my own like niche. Yeah. Like be like, fuck it. Like there's people are going to hate me, mm -hmm. but like, I, but, but maybe there's going to be some people that really fuck with me right? too, because I'm just crazy and I don't give a fuck whatever you want. and I'll have that niche like market and I'll be like fucking like, you know what I mean? Like, right. you know, I like, have my own little niche, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like following. What, you know did what, you, I mean? what did, what did Tom think about that? When you were saying, like, what did he talk? Did he, did he, he must have freaked the fuck out. They just, they, they were just like, they're like, Chet, like, you, you, like, you need, you gotta stop. Like, this is not like a battle you're gonna win. Right. They're just like, they were very calm. They were just like, this is not a battle you're gonna win. Right. You know? Right. Bro, let me tell you something, man. It, it like, you know, I, it, it, when, when that shit first happened, or when any, any ways I came to knew you, you was just wilding out. It was like whatever. But do you know what made people start taking you seriously? And mm -hmm. this is something that people have to understand. What made people start taking you seriously is the work. Like, if you can hear the sound of my voice right now, nothing is more serious than the work that you do. Not the words that you say, not the promises that you make, mm -hmm. not anything. Nothing's more serious than the work that you do. Mm -hmm. I'm looking around, I'm looking at the internet, I'm, I'm, you know, watching Earth show, and I see that you're popping up and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing that these are serious things. I, I hear people talking about the performances that you're doing. I'm, I, I see you going in a direction. I don't hear it. I don't hear yo. I gotta get my life together. Not making Instagram videos. I see you go, uh, yo. I'm in this. I'm doing that. You're on red carpets. You have a career going. Like you're doing your thing. The work speaks for itself and it speaks the loudest where do you want to go now like what is if 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 you have it if you had it your way what would you do you want to be tom hanks all i want to be is is me and uh, all i want to go is where is what god has in store for me mm. you know what i mean i i'm gonna go wherever god takes me you know what i mean like right. i'm uh, i'm it's in his hands right you know what i'm saying and I'm thankful for every step of the way, you know what I mean? And man, I'm so thankful, bro. Like I'm so thankful like for where I'm at, like a lot of people don't lot, a lot of people don't get to be here. Yeah. A lot of people die. They don't make it back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I have a, I do like have a vision in my mind for where I want to go. Right. But I'm, I'm not gonna say it. I'm just gonna let to the work speak for itself. Let the work speak for you itself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just. All right. Yeah. Before I let you go, I'm gonna ask three movie nerd questions. Three. First of all, I need a story of a time that a famous person just randomly talked to you and you didn't know how famous they were. What I mean, what I mean is like one of Daddy's friends uh -huh. happens to be fucking Will Smith, and later on, <laughs> well, you I would have known that. I know, but like, like I, I, I just need, I just need some cool Hollywood shit. Like, the like is like is is I don't know, dude. Uh, is 
is fucking Jack Nicholson your godfather or some shit like this shit is wild. That'd Tom Hanks so is your dope. dad. Like it is it's wild. Like like what like what like did you go to like what what was the coolest thing? Fuck that question. What was the coolest thing? Because we talked about some of the pitfalls. What was the dopest thing about being Tom Hanks' son? The absolute dope Tom Hanks, Rhea Willis is your parents. Absolute yeah. dopest thing. Yeah, that's easy. Just traveling the world. Just traveling. Like I've I've been to a lot of places. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the best. That's the best. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Not like I'm, looking at an Oscar and like having it and holding that bitch. Nigga got two Oscars. That's not like he that, got two Oscars. Yeah, I know, I know. I've held both of them. Where they at? <laughs> They're in his office. Damn. <sighs> he won two Oscars back to back. He Kobe that shit. <laughs> yeah. So say he dropped yeah. dude drop Philadelphia. Bang, come right back with Forrest Gump. Yeah. Two on y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Forrest Gump in a stacked year. He comes right back with Forrest Gump. And then the nominations keep rolling in. A couple years, he comes back, boom, boom, Castaway. By the way, let me tell you um, something about Castaway. Look, Next time you talk to your dad, I t- tell, him, tell him my theory about Castaway. This is my situation about Castaway. Helen Hunt, Castaway, fucked up. If you never find my body, <laughs> if they never find my body, you wait. I'm not coming back after I fucking been eating shellfish on the island for five fucking years, and now you fucking Mr. Big from Sex in the City. Shit is too much. <laughs> like, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like every time I see Castaway, I get pissed off. So, like, she, I, she comes back, five years, they didn't find the body. You gotta fucking hold out hope for 10 years and I'm still alive. You have to. It never found the body. He's there. Yo. It's him and a fucking volleyball. This Yo. nigga's going crazy. He's talking to a volleyball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, and so like, I, I, every time I come back, I watch the movie, and I think, you fucked up. That's messed up. You got a whole new life, don't you, bitch? Excuse me. To cut the bitch out. <laughs> like, 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 you, like, you got a whole yo, 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 new life, yo, hold don't up. You? you got a whole also, new life. Also, also, on, on Castaway, on the Castaway note. Yeah. My dad got robbed on that Oscar. He got robbed. Who won the Oscar that year? Russell Crowe. Oh, for the for in- Gladiator. For Gladiator. For Gladiator. Okay, no, hold on. No, no, no. Oh, the wait, wait, wait. he should have won for Gladiator Pause. was a weak Pause. fucking no, 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 actor no. Award. Wait, hold up. Look, I, I love Gladiator. Let, let's not get it twisted. Gladiator is a fucking fantastic amazing movie. movie. Amazing movie. A fucking movie. fantastic Russell movie. Russell Crowe's performance. Great. Amazing. Joaquin Phoenix okay. also great. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't you can't compare that to my dad's performance in Castle. Yeah, Russell Crowe should have probably won his Oscar for Beautiful Mind. Shout out to Denzel who won it that year for Training Day. Wow. But but Russell Crowe the the Oscar for 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 Gladiator was kind of weird. Okay, look. My dad like lost like 100 pounds for that movie. Yeah. Shot it in two different sections. Yeah. They they shot the 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 first part where he was like fat, then they took a break <laughs> and then they shot the other part. <laughs> They took a break for a year. For a year. Right. So in that year, yeah. in that year, this is all I remember. Coming home from school, mm-hmm. my dad would be growing out his beard. He'd grow out his hair. He didn't shave or get a haircut for a year. And every day, he's just on the treadmill. Every day when I get home from school, on the treadmill, he was eating zone diets. They had these little tiny diets that they delivered to his house. Like his meals were like, like that big. And he's just on the treadmill for a year. And you're not going to give him the Oscar? Hold up. <laughs> Furthermore, he's the only dude in the movie. <laughs> what other actor you know that can be the only guy in a movie <laughs> and have it be interesting as fuck? That's true. The whole time. Yeah, talking to a who else? Ball. Who else can make you cry when he loses a volleyball? <laughs> I love this. That shit make, did that shit make you cry? 
admit was that you teared up. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. crying, yeah. dog. I was, dude, 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 I was destroyed. <laughs> you understand? Like, when, like, I'm on the thing. First of all, you know he's going to get off the island, right? So you're happy. He's made the whole fucking float thing. He's floating away. And he's there. Bruh. He wakes up. And you and you, I'm, I'm in the theater. First of all, by that point, you're emotionally drained from Castaway. You're already emotionally drained from by that point. And then and then you get there. You, I'm, I'm in the theater. I remember because I'm uh, older than you, so I'm in the theater. I'm, I'm I'm like, please don't let this motherfucker lose this volleyball. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, please, please don't let this motherfucker lose this volleyball. The volleyball is fucking bouncing up and down. Oh it, it it breaks on the tether screen. It oh can, and God. now he's too weak. He can't even swim to go get the volleyball. He's screaming for the volleyball. I remember my mom got pissed off. My mom is like, "It's Sunday. Why am I looking at this depressing ass shit?" And she starts and she starts crying. And then after that, he gets back. Helen Hunt fucked over him. Never forget it. I never looked at her the same. Never looked at her the same. Yeah. So what? This man's father hadn't had ass in five years. You gotta do more than kiss me. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like it's, it's like you like shout out to her. She went on and lived her life. Like I said, she got with Mr. Big, all of that stuff. I don't know what the status of this man's job at FedEx was after that. He lost it all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, nah, bro. He got he got he, he got good, he got paid from FedEx. So they're like taking care of him. Right? They were they were taking care of yeah, FedEx. Yeah, he was like a national hero. You know? Oh, okay, good. And. He meets that chick at the end of the that, movie, that, that, and she was bad. That bomb ass she chick was bad. with the red hair, with the with the you know the, 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 the wings, wings on the whatever. package. Yeah. And then, yeah, is that your last question? Promise. Is that your favorite of your dad's movies? What's, nah. your, what's, what's your favorite Tom Hanks movie? Road to Perdition. Wow, that's the only Road to Perdition. Mike Sullivan. If you haven't seen that, go see that Road to Perdition. Mike Sullivan. Hard, 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 My, bro. Like two, my, my two favorite scenes in World to Perdition. First of all, Daniel Craig plays the the fucking most cowardly, dashly character in World to yeah. Perdition you've ever seen. Yeah. Daniel Craig is a fucking brilliant actor. Yeah. He's brilliant in that movie. So, World to Perdition, the beginning of the movie, kid sneaks into the thing. Um, uh, <laughs> Daniel Craig shoots the guy they're not supposed to shoot him, right? Uh-huh. Immediately... Tom Hanks opens up on everybody else in the room. Yeah. They like, fuck it now. Immediately. I mean, he shoots the guy. And after that, they talk about it. It wasn't like, yo, what the fuck did you do? It's like, boom. He was a gangster in that yeah. fucking movie. Yeah, that's that's like, a good movie. That's you know what? Yeah. That's a that's uh -huh. an unsung Hanks classic right That's here. like the one movie that's like the least Tom Hanks out of all of them. Like, of all of them. He's like not like he, he he's that that role mm -hmm. is like to me it's like the role where it's like I don't even see any of my dad in that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like usually when I watch the movie, I'm like, yo, this is my dad being my dad, but that one is like He's not there at all. You not know what at all. Yeah, cold. Jude Law is creepy. My favorite Tom yeah. Hanks. My favorite <laughs> yeah. Tom Hanks movie ever. Ever. It's easy. You've got mail. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Did you like the rom coms? I like that shit. Bro. Yeah. Don't don't. He, he gets busy in that shit. Don't don't like like he like Tom be getting busy man. Tom's Dave Chappelle's in that shit. He get he got oh, busy yeah. and you got mail, man. Right. Like him and Meg Ryan has something. Bro, listen, man. Give it up for Chet Hanks, man. Right. Give it up for Chet Hanks. This was a fantastic situation. 
What are we on the lookout for from you? I know Empire coming. Yeah. You got everything coming. Tell us where we're gonna see Empire's gonna uh, you. season premiere. Empire is about to about to premiere this Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this Wednesday. Check me out in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and stay tuned for this music FTRZ that I'm about to drop. I'm telling you, it's gonna fuck y'all up. It's it's gonna fuck y'all up. It's 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 different. It's All different. right, we fucking with it. Yeah. We out.